0: Podcasts during the month of March are sponsored by Grand Rapids Community Foundation. Grand Rapids Community Foundation is committed to supporting initiatives that invest in the health and well-being of leaders, bringing equitable change to their communities. Here's the tough skin, soft heart truth. When you lead, people flourish. Thank you, Grand Rapids Community Foundation, for your support. Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Welcome to another edition of the Tough Skin Soft Heart Podcast. This is your safe space. This is your healing space. This is the space where we gather to recover, to just be. We understand that the wellness that we contribute to the world is more than the output or the work of our hands. We know that when we are holistically well, spirit, soul, and body, then everyone and everything connected to us experiences that wellness. And so I'm just glad that you have gathered with me once again around our virtual dining room table as we close out the month of March and honor living women's history. And I think that that's been one thing that's been really important to me in both February and March is just to not honor ancestors or people that have lived before me, but to look around me, even to look within me and to see the ways that I embody living black history and living, living women's history. And so I am so excited y'all. I have a little surprise. I am with one of the first rose who has impacted so much of my life, so much of my leadership, so much of my approach to servant leadership one of my best friends ever, ever, ever is my mama. Hey, mama. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you said yes. You were you were trying not to say yes, <laughs> but then I think you ended up saying yes. And I'm so grateful that you are joining me for this final episode for the month of March because you are living women's history to me. You are just amazing and you are the first difference maker that I saw in my life. And we had a conversation that I want to invite the family into because I think for me, the older that I get, I find that as I look into my own lineage and the women in my family, I discover so much about myself. And there is an African proverb that I love and it says, an elder can see seated what the young cannot see standing up. And so I'm finding in my life now, I'm appreciating These transfer of wisdom conversations that we have just randomly, because I know that there are things that you can see that I can't see, and I appreciate your wisdom. And so recently you were telling me why you named me Marie. Now, all of it, I knew that it was in part because of my grandmother and your mom being named Marie, but then you told me something extra special just a week ago, and it has really transformed why I know that my name matters. So maybe you should talk with, you named me Shannon, which means wisdom, and then right, you named me right, Marie. Right. Why is that significant, especially as you see me in this season of my life?
1: Well, because I named you Marie after my mom, because I was going through a divorce,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I was pregnant with you. And my mother, whose name is Marie, was very helpful to me during that period of my time in my life, so...
0: You're named after your grandmother. Look, just being, just just name me a helper and a comforter and all the things that <laughs> she was. I see those same traits in me. Yeah. And you talked about, you know, you said something to me recently. You said that you knew I was going to be a leader.
1: <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, I knew you were going to be a leader from diaper stages. <laughs> Because you always wanted to be in charge of things and control of things. You wanted to run things. So, yes, I knew you had strong leadership even as a
0: toddler. <laughs> See, strong-willed children. For all the mothers with strong-willed children, that's a gift. That's just yeah, purpose in the rough. <laughs> yeah. they challenging, but it's rewarding. Yes, I love that, Ma. So, I'm just thinking about my name, how you named me Wisdom. You named me after my grandmother who was this bridge over troubled water, yes. You know, and then you saw leadership in me even when it came out with being nice bossy. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a good way to put it.
0: I think that mothers can play such an instrumental role in the lives of their children and I can see it even in with me with Deuce and we were talking about purpose and I know for you you were talking about you know, with me and my sisters, how you started to see purpose in us. And you talked about the connection for you to prayer. Yes, Um, I was not taught to look at
1: traits and characteristics, but I did observe some things in my children when they were young. Like I could see in your older sister, she was very nurturing and motherly. So I said, she'll probably have lots of children and she is the one that has the most children. And then I knew that you had uh, strong leadership characteristics. And then I knew your younger sister had a flair for fashion and that type of thing. So you guys kind of all kind of stepped into what I saw, but it primarily came out of prayer. It came from praying and asking God to show me what gifts and talents that my kids had and then to nurture that from there. But as far as putting you into clubs or activities that were Mm tailor-made towards your characteristics, it wasn't a lot of things back then. So what I did is I would get you guys involved in certain activities or certain clubs or what what have you. And if you seemed to flourish, then I was like, aha. But -hmm. if you didn't, it was like, Okay, maybe that's not their niche. So it primarily came out of prayer and just kind of watching what you guys love to do. Mm
0: -hmm. How do you, you know, I know I think about the tough skin, soft heart family. And I think about the fact that we range in age. We have 18 year olds Mm -hmm. to 68 Mm -hmm. year olds that are part of this family. But I'm specifically, as we are closing out Women's History Month, I'm thinking about the mothers in our group. You know, there has been so much conversation calling this not just pandemic, but the motherhood recession. Mm -hmm. It has been said that since the onset of COVID, three million women have exited the workforce. You know, women are trying to navigate work within the home, work outside the home that is now within the home, homeschooling. And, you know, I think about you and, you know, raising three daughters, you know, at one point as a divorced single mother Mm -hmm. and then uh, you know remarrying and but I think that we've always as mothers we've always been bridge over troubled water in our families we've always been rocks at home Mm -hmm. pillars at work anchors Mm -hmm. in community and the weight of that gets heavy Mm -hmm. so I just think what wisdom would you share with Mm -hmm. the mothers of our tough skin soft heart community that are you know that they're right now they're keeping their heads above water. They're gorilla glue in everybody's situation. But, you know, sometimes their strength renders them invisible. We can be walking wounded with such ease. What What would you share?
1: Okay, so one of the things that I see in your generation is that you guys practice self-care. Mm-hmm. In my generation, there was no such thing as self-care. But one of the tools that I did use was when we first got home from school, from work, it was downtime. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to go to their space and give mama space. And I didn't see that as self-care.
0: I saw it as a Let mama breathe so mama don't go off. (laughs) Yes, I remember that you had your like precious, it was like a sacred space of like 30 minutes. Yeah. Because I would go and watch Chippendale. (laughs) You know, I would watch DuckTales or like my little afternoon lineup of cartoons and you would take that moment Moment. just to recover. Right, because I had to switch hats. I had to go
1: from being a career woman back to mama mode and you guys did not care if Mm -hmm. I worked outside of the home. So I think that what I would tell the mothers today is please practice self-care because you have to be a healthy, whole individual first before you can mother children, before (laughs) you can parent. Um, Because I think that's why we see so much brokenness in our children because they're our broken parents. Yeah. But when you're whole, you have a better chance at raising healthy and whole children so self-care is one and that includes time for yourself and to remember this i didn't know this when i was young but you are individual first Hmm. you are individual before you are a wife mother sister friend you are individual so I would say to cherish your individuality, who God created you to be.
0: And when you stay true to yourself, then you can be true and help others. So, you know, I've been thinking and we've been talking about this. You and I, we had a conversation last week that still is on replay with me. We were talking about when there is... When there are detours or obstructions that we encounter on our path to dreaming big or visioning for our lives and how you know if we're not careful we will allow obstructions to stop us to make us doubt or question versus saying okay this is a moment where i may need to regroup i may need to approach it a new way i may need to recover but don't quit I'm just curious if there's anything that you've been thinking about since we had that conversation along those lines, because we both have things that we're striving for. They're different in this season of my life. They're different for this season of your life. But I've been appreciating those encouragement conversations both ways and really just breaking up with quitting just because things fall apart or things don't go as we initially imagined it. Obstacles or setbacks
1: for me have been like anybody else they've been difficult because sometimes you see it as failure on your part Mm -hmm. and you see it sometimes as interference from other people Mm -hmm. but the bottom line is you have to push through and I know that there was an old gospel song that we used to sing when we were young and that is what was it hear my humble cry
0: mm-hmm. while others
1: I can't even remember the words to the song but anyway it was a song that would encourage us to push through so and you kind of helped me with this to see obstacles as something positive and not see it as something negative and that we all are going to experience them and we're all going to have them but it's how we look at them yeah. that will determine whether we or push forward or give in.
0: Yeah, I'm learning to see them obstacles as opportunities. And that's hard, That's like mm-hmm. it's like a whole brain, mm-hmm. reprogramming, mm-hmm. because you're right, I think there's, you know, we don't like turbulence, I don't like disruption, mm-hmm. I just wanna lift and take off and right. keep going, I don't want no disruption. Right, right. Because a lot of times it's like we've had to fight so much in the preparation to lift, right. that we think that post lift I should see no more, Complications, and sometimes the biggest complications emerge once you start taking those steps. I love it, Mom. You pull from your whole choir background. They don't know I used to. Oh, all the choirs used to sing in when we were kids, and just I think that's so awesome. I appreciate you. See, Mom, it wasn't so bad. See, between you and me, so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so grateful. I am grateful for. You know, I know that there are some people in the tough skin, soft heart family you know that are listening that don't have the earthly presence of their mothers and I'm always holding that close in my heart and in my prayers especially now you know I realize eight of my friends in the past friends and colleagues in the past two weeks have lost a parent so I find that the older I get I cherish these moments because you know how we package wisdom and share it with one another is different but I'm still thankful that I can cross-pollinate ideas with you and Even though your journey hasn't been reflective of every piece of my journey and vice versa, I'm thankful to still sit at your feet and glean wisdom that helps me.
1: Well, I'm enjoying actually learning from my
0: girls now.
1: I think it's my turn now to learn from you guys. And I thank God for giving the daughters to me that he gave me and for you guys allowing me to even speak into your lives because a lot of kids do not do that. But I think for those who have lost a parent, especially a mom, that you carry a piece of us in your heart Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Even when we're gone, we're still present.
0: Oh, tears. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I feel that way. I feel that way about my grandmother. I think about the fact that for my last birthday when Darrell gave me the gift of the picture of me and you and then with granny, I keep it in my bedroom. It's one of the first things that I look at because I'm like, I am rose marie's legacy i am marguerite mm-hmm. gibbon's legacy in the earth so i'm really grateful
1: yeah. and i love
0: you i love you too baby all right y'all until next time i forgot my whole ending getting teary with my mama but i'm grateful you all and i hope that you think of the ways in which the women in your life have seeded the greatness on the inside of you and that you too for the women in this community you are living women's history month until next time